a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome back to Killer Fun. We are here to explore the intersection of crime and entertainment. I'm Chrissy. I'm Jackie. And we are so glad you're back with us today. We just got finished watching the HBO documentary about the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks. Man, right. And it was, was a fictionalized drama. Docudrama. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, sure, some of it was fictionalized. A lot of it's lifted, like, pretty much straight from Rebecca Skloot's book. Right. Um, Just to say they did cast it. It wasn't... Um, right. Yes. It wasn't It wasn't actual documentary. It was... Right. Yeah. But, but it did seem to portray a lot of the accurate... Mm. Issues, dare yeah, I say. I, I, would, I would say so. Ethical, racial. Oh, yes. And this, uh, I would yeah. say, while it is not technically crime, it, we could make an argument that some of the things that happened to the family are criminal. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, because there's definitely, this is a medical crime. Yeah, it, well. In a way. It's a very sticky ethical situation and that the family did not share in the profits of their mother's cells is is a sticky situation. So if you're unfamiliar with the story of Henrietta Lacks, basically she was a poor black woman in 1951 who went to Johns Hopkins in Virginia for treatment of cervical cancer. They removed a tumor from her that then proceeded to grow like no other set of cells had grown before then, and few have done since. Right, so basically in this biopsy, they're looking at cells in the microscope, and they recognize that when these cells divide... They're dividing with zero inaccuracies. Yes. Basically. Meaning and, these are immortal cells. And constantly. Most human cells will divide between 40 and 60 times before they cease to divide properly any longer. They basically become dead cells. They will not no longer replicate themselves properly. Right. Hence yeah. gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang, gray hair. <laughs> I hadn't really thought of like the ditto machines out of ink oh. and uh, the gray hair. That's 
That's just a shame. It so, is a shame. Aww. So some of my Ditto machine hairs yeah. ran out like yeah. 20 years ago. It's been a while. You know what? My daughter, I was picking her up from school and I happened to look down at the top of her head. She had one gray hair from root to tip. It was what? gray. She is nine. She had a gray hair. All I'm like, that is gray. It was not blonde. I was about to say, like, I, it was what? not blonde. It was straight up gray. Well, that's just weird. Isn't that, well, and I, that's what I thought. And then one of her teachers, I said it out loud, and one of her teachers says, oh, yeah, my son, who's like two years older than my daughter, has gray hairs on the side of his head. He's in the sixth grade. That's crazy. Like bananas. I wonder, I wonder if that's like a new thing. Well, I mean, I hope like not. A, an evolutionary kind of new thing. That's so, kind of weird. So our evolution is following our trends? Because <laughs> gray hair is cool now, Because gray hair is right? like super in if you're right. like in your 20s. That's uh, true. I <laughs> totally rocked my gray. Remember yeah, that? A little yes. while ago, I had like the gray yes. rocker going I on t- up I front. I totally liked it. I liked it for like five minutes. Oh, and then, and then, I, and then I was it. like, I'm well, my insecurities just kind of, Aww. I just, I didn't have that confidence on going to continue to rock it, Aww. you know? Well, I'm sad to hear that because if y'all don't know Jackie, which a lot of you do not, she's gorgeous. Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> she's so pretty. And, you know, so lucky to have such a pretty friend who's also so smart and Aww. fun. You're too good to me. Oh, uh, no, that's not true. Yes, All right, are. before we dive into talking about the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks, I have a couple things that I want to bring up. All right. That I think are interesting. One of which, you'll see how it's related. Okay. So, there's this thing called the Ship of Theseus. Oh, we kind of touched on this. Yes. There's a super cool book, which is how I first learned about it, that came out several years ago, and it's by Doug Dorst and J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams is why my husband bought it for me. I had not heard of it, and he read about this book and bought it for me, and it's like this crime adventure dual stories thing that's super cool. I'll put a link up to the book. Because yes, because that needs to be bought more. Uh, it's totally worth checking It's amazing. Out. I haven't read it, oh, to be fair, but yeah. but when when you brought it out, oh, because we mentioned this, yes. you brought it out and then I I'm ceased like, to talk to you. you I was like, like and like, it's completely. Exactly. I'm like, Jackie, you have to look at this. Oh, you have to oh, check this out yeah. because it's pretty cool. So basically what the Ship of Theseus is, it's a, a paradox That basically says, if you have a boat and you replace all of the wood in the boat with new wood, Mm -hmm. is it still the same boat? And there's, it's a 50-50 split among philosophers. Yes, it's still the boat. No, it's not the boat. And then if you add another wrinkle into that, it's if you saved all the pieces that were removed from the original boat and rebuilt the boat from its original pieces, which one is the ship of Theseus? Wow. Yeah. Like talk about a mind bender. It really is because it really speaks to the inherency of value. Yes. Right? Yes. That, that's where we're going at. And when you start talking about, well, human life. Well, and that you, that's kind of the, where is autonomy 
in human life when you look at this paradox. That's why these kind of go hand in hand is when did the HeLa cells cease to be Henrietta Lacks? Are they, have they ceased to be Henrietta Lacks? Well, I mean, and it's, and I really think you can argue both sides of this just as you can with the ship of Theseus. It's kind of existential, right? Because, well, just to, well, a little bit of the movie. Yeah. I could probably look at those cells without much affect. Yes. I really could because I would look at those cells. I know where they come from, but I also know that these particular cells are not near to the cells that actually divided inside the body of Henrietta Lacks. I could see how you could work with those cells, but in the scene where they place the cells in the daughter's hands. Oh, and she blowed on them because they were cold, cold from the nitro. She wanted to warm up her mother. It was a, it was this divine so little moment. It yes. was all of a sudden I saw those cells as Henrietta Lacks. But I don't know that it was because it was inherently there and I just recognized it, or it's because the daughter Deborah had viewed it that way and by her viewing her mother into it it provided that value yes i don't know which came first all i know is i can see absolutely both sides i will say though now i see it as henrietta yeah that's what i took away from yes now (laughs) i i would agree i i definitely see it as Henrietta, but I also see it as cells. Whereas, but you know, I don't think of my own blood. Like if I cut myself and there is blood, I don't think of that as me. That's so true. I don't, that's, that's the blood. That's, that's not my essence. That's That's not not, who I am. You know, this is my vessel. It is not who I am. Which speaks to that whole idea of viewing the value into something because the Deborah, Deborah, the daughter, had viewed this because she didn't have her mother. Mm-hmm. It was all she had left. Mm-hmm. And so in the absence of her mother, these became her mother. And so it really does speak to the... Well, and that's interesting because it brings us back to the ship of Theseus. Yes. Because Aristotle had a theory that it is a thing because of its formal cause. That... It is the same thing because it is still used as a boat and it was st- still constructed with the same sort of techniques and materials as it was initially. So its form is following its function. Right. So there's a coherence in the creation. Right. But so there, you know, there's an argument that says, well, if you have two ships made in the same form with the same function and one ship sinks the other ship, they are obviously aren't the same ship. So <laughs> right. there's, I think there's no good answer there's here. No. I mean, there's a reason why it continues. The ship of Theseus continues to be a conundrum, continues to be talked about in philosophy classes across universities, because you can argue both sides much like you can with Henrietta Lacks. Cells. Absolutely. Well, if I'm thinking, you know, if I go to a thrift shop, or something, and I see, I see a upcycled something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even from yeah. a ship. Let's take let's take something from a ship. You know, some they sort of a, old thing. Yeah, I don't they, know. they they took the anchor and made, made it, it into something. wall art, or I, I don't really think a it's lamp that or whatever. Yeah, but if you come over 
and you comment on my anchor, I'm going to tell you uh-huh. that it's that anchor from that ship and it, all of that history is what I love about it. Yeah. So I have a kitchen table and you've seen this before. Yeah. So um, growing up, I was in Gwinnett County, Georgia, and at the bus stop, I stood on the sewer great or the sewer cover the manhole cover yes all right so that was where our bus stop was well a long time after that they auctioned off all of the old manhole covers because they replaced them with new ones and a bunch of the iron workers and you know creatives around atlanta bought them up and i bought a table that is actually that manhole cover which is and super so cool. it's super cool it's it, it is actually still in one form and probably mm-hmm. actually could function still as a manhole cover because it's heavy as heck. Yeah. Um. And and it would work, but it's not really that manhole cover anymore. It's a table now. But what makes it interesting is because it's that manhole cover I stood on, right? right. Yes. So it isn't, but it is. is yes. <laughs> it is the conundrum. That's the conundrum. Uh, in 2015, Rebecca Skloot wrote an op-ed. For the New York Times. And it's interesting because I have an op-ed from 2015 and an op-ed from 2017 written by somebody else that is kind of opposite sides. Both of them are from the New York Times. One is for disclosure. One is against disclosure. I think you could probably guess Rebecca Skloot is for For disclosure. disclosure. And by disclosure, we mean saying where the cells came from. And uh, disclosing to the patient that Um. their cells... May be used in medical research. Gotcha. Okay. So, for the example that they gave, there was a, a professor, a doctor, Jeffrey Gray at Des Moines University, who told his students to get out their phones, unlock them, and then pass them to the person behind them. And they were all like, wait, what? I don't want to give anybody else my phone. What are they going to do with the information? And blah, blah, blah. And they're like, basically, that's the same thing that people want with their cells, is they want informed consent. Mm -hmm. They want to know what their cells are going to be used to, that these are bioclinical specimens that are left over from blood tests and biopsies and surgeries and the like. And if your identity is removed... They don't have to ask your permission. So as long as they don't talk about who you are, then they don't they don't have to like do anything. Which get yeah, a little a little squicky. That's where crime comes in. Because at the end of the movie it specifically says this law that yeah. that as long as the identity is removed, then the cells can be used in research. It's called the common rule. Right. Mm-hmm. Which came first? Mm-hmm. I, this is an ask permission or seek forgiveness kind of moment. It seems like to me that was not the common rule at the time, most likely. Right. I have to research. I don't know. Um, I, I think that there, it seems like it came later. It came because later. Because it was the lawyers of Johns Hopkins, That's which right. we learned in the beginning of the movie, who told the initial doctor who took the biopsy, and then they discovered that these cells replicated themselves, that right. um, they should not use her real name. That's right. So the lawyers had inkling that they needed to remove right. the name, which may or may not have been a law-abiding move, but a preventative of problem. Right. Yes. They were tr- they were trying not to get into a sticky situation, right? And uh, obviously they failed spectacularly. 
<laughs> so the, this op-ed that Rebecca Skloot wrote goes on to say, basically, people just want to know. They understand. I think that this is generous, maybe. That they'll understand that it's important that they're leftover biology is being used and that they'll agree to it. I think that that's maybe a little, a, a little optimistic. I agree. To think that people are going to actually agree to this, especially once they know they have something in demand. Right. This is where the money thing comes in. I, I agree. And so for the most part, Henrietta Lacks, story isn't really all that unique in that her cells were used for medical research without her knowledge. What's unusual about it is that she's no longer anonymous and that her cells replicated so much. Very few people's cells do this. Your cells or my cells or anytime we have donated blood or whatever may have been used That's true. for medical research and we were but a tiny part of it. For whatever research it may have gone into, it was a very, very tiny part because our cells don't replicate the way Henrietta Lacks Right. Nobody made an industry around our cells. No, no. Although, I will say that when you go to give blood, you sign waivers to this. Well, and that's just it. And, you know, it's... eh. Came out of this sticky situation. Right. Exactly. So, this... This op-ed was written in 2015. Basically, there's been no changes since then. There have been a few changes, but they've been delayed and delayed and delayed. And the earliest that any of them can go into effect is July of 2018. Oh. So any study that was approved prior to July of 2018 will not have to follow under any of any changes, and that's only if those changes are not yet further delayed. So, so what did the other article say? So the other article was by Holly Fernandez-Lynch and Stephen Joffe, who are against disclosure. Basically, they're saying that a change in the rules really is a undue burden on researchers. That... Because so few people's cells behave the way the HeLa cells do, that very few are going to have this sort of issue. Fair. Yes. Fair. Fair. And that your your specimen, for the most part, is going to be only marginally supportive of any findings. Now, some people are saying they want like a general disclosure that when you give blood, your cells could be used in research, whatever's left over from what they need. It can be used in research. I think that kind of gets into the whole territory of like your user agreements for apps and websites. End user agreement. <laughs> you don't. I mean, if you want the procedure done, you will sign this. If you want to use the app, you will agree to their terms and conditions. Yeah. That's kind of how it is because it's really too much to keep track of. This person gave permission. This person didn't. And that makes sense. But it's also hard because, well, do we think that people deserve that medical treatment and shouldn't be extorted by complicated end user agreements for their materials just to save their life. Yes. Uh, you know, and in this case, we have a person who had cancer. We're not talking about some, 
you know, <laughs> okay, I keep thinking of Fight Club. You ever <laughs> see Fight Club? No, I've never seen Fight Club. Oh, we gotta, okay. <laughs> Next month, we're gonna have to do another movie thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. Not at all related to this. Well, it is related to this only because, and I'm a spoiler alert. If you have not seen Fight Club. I, I have general ideas of like the, what's actually happening and the psychology of what may be happening okay. in the underlying. So I don't think you're going to spoil anything. Okay. Me. But this is kind of a detail okay. that I keep thinking about. I keep thinking about when he goes and he steals all the fat from the liposuction surgeries and then uses it to make soap. And then he sells it back to the department stores. And the ironic part is that most of the people in these department stores are the people who had the surgery. Ew! I didn't know that part. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So this idea that it's medical waste, it was just in the trash can. Right. Now, in the Fight Club, of course, they have to hop a fence because medical waste is actually guarded. Right. It's not like when we throw something in our trash can and it becomes free game. Right. Right? But medical waste is guarded, so they had to well, break in to get and it. And I think it's guarded, but I don't think it's guarded because it's useful. I think it's guarded for because it's potentially hazardous. Most likely. Right. But I think in that, there's probably some fruit of the tree that says then it's not for public right they can't just take it yeah. it still belongs yeah. to it's sti- the it's hospital stolen. it's still stolen right nevertheless they take this medical waste and mm-hmm. then they they reuse the fat well because you know so um great oh. movie you have to go watch that yeah, yeah. but so nobody cares about the fat being stolen i think the problem is we care because it's somebody sells it's not just I know, left over that's Sells too. Okay, so it's true. I, okay, I ha- I have things I want to say about me. that. But before we before we get to the movie actual discussion proper, that I would like to point out that the Supreme Court has actually ruled on this. Oh, oh, okay. That there was a man named John Moore. He died in two thousand and one. Um, he had a very rare and potentially fatal form of cancer. And he went to the UCLA medical center for treatment. Um, His spleen was very enlarged and they were afraid that that was going to kill him. So they removed his spleen and leukemia. Okay. Was the kind of cancer that he had. So they removed his spleen and his blood counts basically returned to normal. Wow. Yeah. So he basically had a similar sort of cancer in his spleen to what Henrietta Lacks had in her cervix that caused these cells to multiply basically indefinitely. They're basically immortal cells. Wow. Yeah. So in 19... 19- it is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch- 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No they named his cell line Mo and patented it. Patented it. They patented it. Patented. They patented it. That's not they, easy to say. It's not easy to say. The UCLA Medical Center did. And basically began selling this line of cells, much as they've done with Gila. And he sued to try and be able to get some of the profits for that. A low court denied it. Uh, he repealed it to a higher court. They agreed with him. It got repealed up again to the Supreme Court, and basically the Supreme Court said it was medical waste. They are using it to study, and you don't get anything from it because you couldn't have done anything with it as mm. a, a lay person, and that it doesn't matter whether you gave your consent, you gave your consent for the surgery, and therefore you become a consenting partner in this, even though you don't get any of the profits from it. Interesting. Yes. So I think for me watching the movie and having them talk about all of the different things that the Gila cells contributed to, which is amazing. Polio, HPV, AIDS, AIDS. I mean, all, I mean, you name it. HeLa cells have been used for it. It's incredible. I I think where I come to a problem is that people are selling it for profit. Whereas if they sold it only to cover costs of storing, shipping, replicating the cells, whatever it is they need to do to propagate it and continue to grow this line of cells in order to be used in research... I wouldn't have as an issue with it, but, but that they took it to a point where they were, some people were actually making money off of it. I that's where it gets touchy for me. That gets sticky. I think I think that's where for me it. I think of it as criminal. Becomes criminal for you. Yes, there. It, it it really does. Not so much that they harvested it or even used it without her knowledge. I, I can see where people would have problems with that, but you look at all the good that's come from this. Agreed. And it, it would not have been possible without her cells. And for that, we are, all of us, every single one of us who are alive, owe a debt of gratitude to Henrietta Lacks. Absolutely. And I th- that was one of the reasons, too, I wanted to like cover this, is... I really, I think everybody should know her name. Everybody should know her everybody name. Everybody should. They've, everybody has been impacted by these cells and what has come from these cells. I mean, maybe like pygmies of, yeah. you know, the Congo maybe haven't been impacted. Maybe. Maybe. Only maybe. Only because maybe. Because there's lots of polio vaccines and all different kinds of vaccines that have gone to Africa that may have, even if they haven't been vaccinated themselves, they've been protected by by herd immunity because they haven't been exposed to life ending. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's uh, prevalent and ubiquitous to our society. And yet nobody really knows where they came from. Right. 
right. think for, for me, yeah, there is an inherent value for something that came from life-saving procedure versus something that was discarded willfully by the person. Which is right. why I say, like, fat cells. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know their cells, but these people willfully went in and said, please take this from me, I'm done. Versus something that's the life pertaining, yes. life saving. Um, these, I know there were cancer cells, which right. is a very interesting. Part yeah, of this. yeah. We we talked about that a little bit during the movie. Tell them the um, revelation you came to. Well, so I I think I always knew cancer was cells. Yeah, but I always think of it as a disease, and so it was lost on me, at least consciously, that um, these are human cells. Yeah. They're yeah. not some it's not, it's virus not a, yeah. or bacterium. Right, or some foreign object that's gotten in there. Those are just human cells out of control. And so in thinking about these HeLa cells, they were cancer cells, but no less human. Yeah. Uh, that's, I don't know that I really, and I don't know what difference it makes to anybody else, but for me, it was like a huge paradigm shift to think about the fact that the yeah. cancer cells were not a, really a disease. Right. They well, were just a... Uh, inappropriate dividing of the cells within you. Right. Yes. It's a it's, failure. It's, it's kind of like a, a weed. It's, it's only a weed if it's growing in the wrong place. Right. And that's kind of what cancer cells are. They're they're human weeds. They are. They're human weeds. They're human weeds. <laughs> you know? Well, you're right. It has to be... Yeah, human cells growing in the wrong spot. I just it's like a or growing inappropriately. Inappropriately. It's it's just a, a failure. It's a failure. It's a glitch in the system. You know? Yep, it is. Um, it's like when you have an old computer and and it would go crazy and all of a sudden the windows would start popping up all over your computer oh. and then you try to drag it and remember you drag it and create this like train yes. of windows yes and then you're so frustrated all you can do is make pretty shapes with it and- oh i never <laughs> did that oh, all see? over the screen oh, see, i never made the pretty shapes because i was always too frustrated with it that's a beautiful way to look at it <laughs> that's what i did oh. but you know oh. that's because i'm weird so no <laughs> delightful not weird normal is boring yeah let's be honest. that's right but that's a very interesting aspect of it the, yeah. the cancer cells are human cells and what which is why they can do testing on them right and have them behave appropriately which is so funny because here they were cells not behaving appropriately within the body causing ultimately the death of Henrietta Lacks and here they are in a lab growing in the right place growing appropriately <laughs> or maybe not in the right place evidently yeah. they grew all over I mean yeah. they oh, just they true. traveled through the the air vents and all that's why they wanted uh, at one point they asked the children to come in so that they could take blood samples because they were having a hard time distinguishing HeLa cells from other cells within uh, different experiments because they had traveled through the air vents and on people's clothes and they were so tenacious. A very interesting part of it. Well, normally cells don't do that. That's part of what makes her cells so incredible. And that's also probably what makes it cancerous. Isn't it very interesting that the very thing that made her cells immortal is actually what made her mortal? Yes. Yes. So, uh, there's paradigms all over. All over. 
every everything you say, everything you talk about is like a paradigm. You can see both sides of it. It really is like, hard. What is going on here? It is hard. But I kind of I kind of think of this as as a tightrope. Okay. You know, as a tightrope, a tightrope has to have tension at both sides or else it's dysfunctional. And a, a, a little mm. bit of this, I think it requires both for it to be beneficial. Right. It requires both sides for everyone to be able to navigate. Right. Without it, it would be just out of control. Right. Right. Which is why disagreeing can be great. Yeah. Because disagreement just provides tension on both sides that something can be supported from. Right. But they're they're still connected. They're still connected. It isn't that... I wish That's more beautiful. people would see that. It's really beautiful. There's tension on both sides, but you find a way to meet in the middle mm-hmm. and, ha- and find a connection. Right. Because we're human, because we need a connection mm-hmm. in order to be able to understand one another. Yep. We don't have to agree. The two sides don't have to come together ever. No. But they do have to meet in the middle somewhere to be able to be understood. And where they and meet to be in the middle. Functional. They have to be pulled equally yep. in order to be supported. Yep. And in the middle, there is that thing. There is that wonderful thing we find. Uh, can we tell our politicians this? I, think <laughs> we should, I, I might send this podcast out to all of the politicians nice. and say, yes. here we are at this minute mark. You need to go listen to this because none of you are doing it right. Of course, we'd have to make it short enough to be a Twitter you know, feed because otherwise <laughs> nobody's listening. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, also true. But I'm sure I could come up with What's that. What's funny is our is our discussions have become 144 characters or less, but uh, our no, laws... Two, 280. Oh, 280. Sorry. 280 I'm not now. cool. Um, so, okay. So we have 280 characters to make arguments, but our laws have become novels that George R.R. R. Martin couldn't write. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's ironic. Uh, and uh, let alone... Well, at least... His novels are understandable, right? Mostly, you know, <laughs> right? He digresses Fair. on occasion, <laughs> but like the laws are unintelligible. They're just terrible. Absolutely. So, Which is why we just rely on the Supreme Court to tell us everything, right? <laughs> oh, geez. We're, we're, we got more rabbit trails than we have rabbits uh, right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. All right, um, so let's just touch over. We only have just a little bit of time left. So let's touch over anything in particular that stuck out to you from the movie that uh, you wanted to discuss. Was there anything in particular? Okay, can I just say Oprah Winfrey was awesome. Oh, I thought the acting in it was incredible. Amazing. It was so, I like, there was never a point where somebody was acting and I thought, man, that's overdone or geez, they suck. Always at, Every moment, I believed the people were the character they were supposed to be. I so. was bought in. And, and, and Miss Winfrey goes into this monologue in her childhood home. Oh, gosh. That was heartbreaking. It just ripped me to pieces. It was so... She was missing the mama bear. They were treated terribly as children after their mother passed away. They had an awful aunt and uncle who were terrible to them, who were supposed to be caring for them. And it was absolutely heartbreaking. It was so gut-wrenching. Yeah. Uh, She brought it to life, the impact. And so I see how they are so viscerally upset about not receiving money or compensation because it's not about greed to them it's about having prevented 
Yes. Their lives from being chaos. Yes. Had had their mother lived, she would have protected them. Had their mother died, but they'd been compensated in some way, they wouldn't have had to rely on horrible people to care for the children. Right. So I, it's, yeah. it's that really just does break my heart. And, and I think what also stood out to me was the racial element of this. Absolutely. Oh, that was crying. Oh, the doctor, the doctor. It's not like those people would have understood. A doctor said that sometime between 1999 and 2008 to Rebecca Skloot. Who was asking, why didn't you try to explain to the children why you were taking their blood? Now, just to kind of clarify, they're taking the blood of these children because they need help um, distinguishing the DNA of the HeLa cells from the other cells because these HeLa cells had gotten out of control. They obviously had not stored them well enough. Well, they didn't know they needed to. They didn't know they needed to. And so they were taking blood, but they told the kids, we're testing for the same cancer your mom had. Which is incredible because the boys couldn't have even gotten it. Right. So it was an outright lie. Yeah. And so upon being asked about this in like early 2000s. Yeah. This doctor says, well, we didn't make an attempt to explain it. It's not like those people would have understood. Oh, I really thought my head might explode a little bit. I was right so there. angry. That's hate and that's crime. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Hateful behavior. Now, like it, could be, it could be debated that these HeLa cells were not really belonging to Henrietta Lacks and they could be researched, but going back to the family and drawing blood on the family to help clean up their mess, that was a crime. Well, and, okay, I I don't think taking the blood was a crime, but I think not explaining to the family what the cells were being used for. That's what I mean. That is, that's what I mean. Criminal. It was, it was under false pretense and I just can't stand that. And it was only because they were a black family. Yes. And that's and just... uneducated, not by any fault of their own, really. I mean, they're a victim of their circumstances. And not, not even to say that they're victims. They're, they weren't. It was just the way their life was. That wasn't their culture and to go and have a liberal arts education. No, that was not their... No, it wasn't their culture. It wasn't an opportunity that availed to them no. in, in any way. And not to say that it shouldn't have been. Maybe perhaps it should have been. But... Not everybody gets that. Not all white people get that. Um, very many black people don't get that. Right. And that's, you know, not really, it's just the way life is at this point in time. It's something we have to live with. But to treat them like they're incapable of understanding simply because they are uneducated and because they are poor yeah. is reprehensible. Horrible. You know, so that that stood out to me a lot, just the way that the movie portrayed it. Yes, Um, which I think I remember reading about that in the book, that this man said this awful thing, and she documented it. Good for Rebecca. Rebecca. Good job, Rebecca. Document that racist baloney. That's right. We don't, mm mm-mm. We need to, well, and I, of course, I'd just love to go just put a stop to all of it. You know, but this is where we start is by not being quiet Mm -hmm. and not letting it pass. 
But not he, she didn't have to go vilify him either. She just had to speak the truth. Right. Yes. That's all it takes. Yes. Just speaking up about it yes. and documenting it and, and right. actually no mention of this. It was just that was the scene. That it's not was like the they scene. went back and talked about it no. or anything like that, but just no. showing it. Yeah. Just it's it let's mm-hmm. just lay this out here and you can make your own decision about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've made a decision and I do not like it. <laughs> I do not. It was it was good. I really I enjoyed it. I thought it did a good job. There was a lot of information just right out there in front of you. Yeah. Now I will say that Oprah Winfrey has a good quote. Um, okay. And it's about being poor. Um, so this is Oprah talking, and okay. this is quoted in a USA Today article um, that we can post later. Sure. His son Ron post. Or, sorry, post. I just said post, and now I'm thinking post. That's right. His son, Ron, spoke to me at the luncheon that we held and said to me then that he didn't appreciate the way Rebecca had portrayed their family as being poor people and that they weren't poor. I, this is Oprah speaking, said to him, that's not my interpretation of the story. I interpreted it as you were working class, middle class, and certainly people striving to make a living every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, Oprah would know. She grew up less advantaged certainly in very similar circumstances yes her own testimony has has been very impactful agreed Um, agreed and well i think it's a matter of opinion too we what they didn't consider themselves poor and i kind of love that i kind of love that how like that's kind of why i wanted to say that because they didn't see themselves that way. I mean, if I were to draw a number and say, okay, this is below poverty, I guarantee you they would be in it. And so speaking kind of factually, then we could say, oh, yes, statistically, that's right. what they were. They were a poor family. And but that they didn't caused, see themselves that they way. They didn't see themselves that way. And that just mm. speaks to why they should have been treated as human, as yes. people. Because even though we can go around with our stats and we can just put people in categories in order to try to organize opportunity or organize whatever fairness we want to organize to help people. Right. We have to remember that they don't degrade themselves for being in some category we've decided to put them in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something I need to check my privilege at the door and always remember. Because right? I think recognizing that is a is a challenging thing to do sometimes. And I know a lot of people who are very loath to do that. Yes. They do, they do not see themselves as privileged much as... The Lax family mm-hmm. didn't see themselves as poor. Right. And mm-hmm. when you look at it factually, you may, they may have been poor. Mm-hmm. And these people may be privileged, but it's a matter of interpretation. It's a matter of interpretation, mm-hmm. which is why to those lab partners, the cells were just cells. And to her daughter, that was her mama. Yeah. <sighs> I think it can be both. It I think it's. Both. I think it's the tension That's... that we have to the, of the tightrope. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said before, it's we have to learn to live in the tension. You have to learn learn to live somewhere in the middle. Yep. All right. Amen, sister. Amen. All right. So next time, I think we should do a game. Oh yes, yeah. a game. So there's this really cool website called the Puzzled Pint, and they do all over the world basically but a number of places within the u.s and some other parts of the world they do a monthly gathering and it's called the puzzled pint because they meet at bars or pubs cheers yeah cheers and what's cool about it is it's free 
and you anyone can go uh, if they have a, they do ask that you RSVP if you they are having a particular event in a city near where you are but they also have all of their past games up online for people to continue to play now that's so, so cool they have one from january of 2016 called crime scene ooh, ooh, that's so us. that's us i thought that's it would us. be fun we will we'll give that one a try it's it's not brand new so we wouldn't be giving it away for anybody who would be participating in the current month Right. But uh, it has to do with our theme, Woo-hoo. and um, it's also newer than their oldest ones because they have said their oldest games are sometimes more challenging than they ought to be. So, oh, well, we've already gone down that. <laughs> we we don't need extra challenging stuff, and there either. are hints for all of this. So, if Woo-hoo. we get stuck somewhere, we can. I think it's going to be really fun. So, I'll make sure that I have us all printed out, and we'll we'll go back to our okay. original format where we. Uh, talk about some things, look at some stuff, and then play our game. Try to play, yeah, and then and then you can kind of you know listen to us talk about it. Okay, wait. So last time we did wine. Now if we're we doing did. the puzzled pint, oh, we might need to have some beer. I'm saying, okay, I think some uh, local craft beer is Ooh, in order. Ah, you are I got more that into beer. I'm gonna let you pick. I got that covered, and you can tell us all about it next time. Yes, yes, yes. All right, awesome. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us. If you are uh, around and want to visit us on the social, <laughs> join us on the social <laughs> networks. You can find us on Twitter with. Killer Fun Pod. You or, can find us on Facebook, Killer Fun Podcast, or you can old school email us at killerfunpodcast at gmail.com. I kind of want to create like a mailbox. That's mm. old school. Oh, then people could write us letters oh, and then we could examine box. them. Oh, well. And they can leave us clues Ooh, that we won't Ooh. get. <laughs> well, tell your friends and get your friends listening. And once we have enough listeners, we'll get a mailbox. We're gonna get a we'll get a PO box and we're gonna do some puzzling mail things. Time, mail time, mail Ooh. time. I Ooh. love the mail, so that's great. Alright, awesome. See you next time. Right, bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.